Hey, you're listening to the Scottish Watches Live Lugs Edition, where we rip the audio from our weekly Friday afternoon YouTube chats on the Scottish Watches Live channel and feed you it so you can enjoy it in the same way you listen to your regular podcast shows. The audio is as broadcast on YouTube and it is done all live over Zoom, so please forgive any audio glitches. So it is on with the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Scottish Watches Live. Hopefully that has worked as seamlessly as it has previously. I have a sneaky suspicion it didn't, and you did in fact not see the countdown, but there we go. That's my bad. Instead, you saw all these lovely smiling faces who will now introduce themselves. So according to my screen, we are starting with Gigi. So tell us who you are, where you are, and what you are wearing. Hello, Gigi, uh, at time to talk underscore watches on Instagram in, uh, well, in the mountains in Piedmont in Italy. And today I'm wearing my Tudor Black Bay Harrods. There we go. Yay. Very nice. Is that with an arid strap? The arid strap, it's on the way, Adrian. Okay, I got the, uh, yeah, yeah. I ordered it uh, the day I got the mail. So uh, hopefully be home in a few days. You gent. (laughs) <laughs> uh, next up then is Dave Where are you today? What are you wearing? Today I am in Glasgow Which is wetter than an otter swimming And I am wearing a 3 2 one. Very nice, very nice And I was asking you earlier on You haven't banged off anything yet So you've not christened it formally No, I've not seen you yet to hit your head with it That's fine, that's fine That's a very nice watch indeed Where, How long have you had it for? Um, uh, yeah, a few weeks all right, and is it true that it is the most I've seen you post anything on Instagram ever is the number of posts you're giving this thing? So you're clearly absolutely enamoured with it. It's it's not terrible. <laughs> okay, from not terrible, we go on to Philogius. What are you wearing that's not terrible and where are you? Hi, guys. Uh, I'm Philologus. Well, we watch here. I'm in Singapore. Today, I'm wearing the Rolex Explorer, the 21470. Good. And Derek next. Where are you? Uh, Derek in Brooklyn, New York. I'm wearing the smaller version of Philogus, uh, the 114 270 Explorer. Full Rolex day to day. (laughs) And then, first of our guests, you will know him on Instagram as Watch Nerd Official. We know him as Victor. Victor, how are you? Where are you? And what are you wearing? Hi, hi. So, I'm Victor. So, First of all, you're going to have to forgive me. This is the first time I'm ever doing any video. Um, so I'm obviously not used to this. Um, so I'm Victor. Uh, I run uh, an Instagram channel called Watch Nerd Official. And we are known for making infographics, uh, which get very viral sometimes. And I am wearing today the Rolex Submariner Dates 116610LV otherwise known as the Hawk. Very good, very good. Uh, shortly to be uh, discontinued, Hulk? Uh, I didn't say it, you said it. <laughs> okay, uh, then we go on to stateside, Sam. Where are you? I'm in the States. The UK Sam isn't here today. But yep, I am Sam in her watch box on Instagram, and I'm coming from Colorado. And I'm, today I'm wearing my red Seiko Presage. Very nice, very nice indeed. And Sophie, I know, or at least you were in Miami last time I spoke to you. I assume that's... I am still in Miami. 
But what are this you? Week, I'm in Miami this week, but I won't be in Miami in the next couple of weeks. You will see me maybe in Paris or in South of France. I'm just going. Right. And I'm wearing today a uh, Submariner no date. I am really bad with references. I know there is a four in it, I think. <laughs> Guess a number, you'll be right. Yeah. Adrian, what reference is Sophie wearing? The, the double one, four, oh, six, oh. I see. I told you there was a four. You got the four. Yeah. <laughs> so our second guest today, Mr. Rolex fanboy himself, self-claimed <laughs> fanboy, is uh, Adrian. How's it going? And tell us about the Grand Seiko you're wearing. Grand Seiko. I wish I was wearing Grand Seiko. No, I don't. We've got like the Explorer Club going on. This is cool. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm Adrian from the Bark and Jack channel at Bark and Jack on YouTube. I've got a weird voice. I've got it's not COVID, um, but I've got something. <laughs> and I'm wearing Mark Explorer. No one four two seven zero. You're just slowly turning Scottish. That's what it is. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> Have you been down to London recently at all? And has anybody yet picked you up, Adrian, as sounding Scottish? I'm. I'm. I figured out that sounding Scottish is simply speaking incorrectly. Um, so I, whoa, I, I think, whoa, um, whoa! Oh, it's 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 true. The 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 letters are are there for a reason and that they, they should be pronounced as they as they are hi from dundee we've got someone from dundee i think we're going to be um outmanned scotland to england yeah uh, but then it turns out you're actually australian <laughs> yeah yeah apparently <laughs> but i've had that all my life that's that's weird but it's cool to see so many explorers in the group that's good well uh as you may have guessed, our theme for this week is, well, I expect it to be a quiet weekend watch releases. I don't know why, because there's a big watch show on. But I thought everyone would kind of be saving it up for Rolex next week. So we're going to do a quick scan of everything Rolex and just see uh, what the predictions were, which is where we will start. And then we'll take there. So we will share some screens. Uh, first up is our own wee article today from Sophie, who has cribbed and crawled the internet to find everything from the monochromes of this world, uh, Bob's watches, some other bits and pieces uh, in terms of predictions. And then we obviously have Victor's little infographic here for which, as he rightly says, he is famed. So Victor, why you talk us through very quickly what these all are, and then we'll have a quick chat about uh, whether we think any of it's ever likely to happen. Okay, um, so, so first of all, just a disclaimer, this is not, I didn't create any of these images. I just literally scaled the internet and put everything together. So shout out to guys like Chrono Hunter, uh, Monochrome Watches, Houdinki, uh, um, ID Guy, uh, who created some of these images. Um, so I'll talk you through one to 10 very quickly. Uh, one is a Greendale Datejust, um, obviously the 75th anniversary of the Datejust. So something green might come out. Um, a green dial, white gold Daytona. So th there is a yellow gold at the moment. Um, so a white gold could come out. Um, three is a green dial, yellow gold um, Skydweller. Um, very unlikely in my opinion. Um, number four is uh, green dial, green bezel, 
yellow gold sub, um, which is uh, unlikely as well. Number five is a yacht master with uh, a blue bezel. Um, six is a famous, quite viral Sprite GMT. Um, seven is a yellow, actually a rose gold Hulk um, submariner. Um, eight, which is what everyone is hoping for, is uh, a blue bezel steel submariner. Uh, number nine is a uh, Coke, uh, GMT Coke bezel. And 10 is a green bezel, green steel Daytona. Good stuff. So which do you think of these as most likely to happen then, Victor? Let's start with you as soon as you put this infographic together. Or do you think they're so, so, likely as any? I, I think, I mean, a, a lot of it is green. Uh, we know anything green is, a, is an anniversary addition. Um, there's only one anniversary at the moment, which is the date just. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see something green in a date just. Uh, but I think what everybody wants to see and what everyone is speculating on is the sub. Um, something is going to happen with the sub. I think everyone everyone agrees or everyone suspects something is going to happen with the sub. Um, definitely, I think the movement is going to be um, upgraded. Um, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very obvious one. But what's going on, what's going around around is the blue bezel sub. Um, that looks quite exciting. Um, I, I know we have the Smurf at the moment, uh, but something in steel, um, something blue in the sub, I think that will create a 10 year waiting list um, <laughs> as usual. Um, also, from, I know it's not, on the, it's not on the infographic, but another thing I think might happen, which probably no one cares about, is the, um, the Air King. No one talks about it. <laughs> I, think, I think something will happen with that as well. Um, either they come out with more in the line or they completely discontinue. That would um, be my guess. Yeah, I think Absolutely. so as well. Continuing the Air King. Uh, so, so those are my top picks, uh, and the infographic just kind of represents what has been going around Instagram, people um, sharing. So I just put everything together. That's good. So Adrian, you put out a video yesterday? Yeah. Day before yesterday about your predictions, and you focused on the sub. So tell us about this uh, video that Rolex have run and your conclusions drawn from it. And do you think you're right? Or was it just useful clickbait to make a video out of? Uh, both. Um, <laughs> no, well, it's, yeah. It, well, yeah, I had to jump on that opportunity. Um, 40 views in 24 hours, is 40,000 views in 24 hours is good. Um, yeah, I, I, I think based on the marketing and based on that little triangle that they teased, uh, I think it's pretty accurate that it's going to be a Submariner. It'd be unlikely for them to do any of the other professional watches other than a sea-based watch. Uh, and the sea dweller was updated recently. Um, I'd, they could do a blue submariner. No, no one knows. Um, I'm, I'm not too fussed about a blue sub. Uh, I'd quite like a updated no date sub in black. That's kind of all I'm after. Or an explorer. If they update the explorer or that white explorer, man, I'd, I'd get that. Um, yeah. yeah. But apart from that, I'd, 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 I don't really know what else is going on. <laughs> 
I have a question. Oh, I haven't answered it. Yes. So monochrome tend to be the leaders in doing uh, predictions. So their particular uh, focus at the beginning of the year, before everything got rained off, about what would launch in 2020 was all Milgauss related. And this is kind of pulled on from a, a year before, whereby I think it was also Milgauss was trailed, uh, but never happened. I haven't seen anybody in anything that's happened in the last 10 days speak about the Milgauss. Yeah, that's a good point. Do we, do we care? Do we think it's still on the agenda? Do we think it's gone? Do we think it is just going, you know, would, would they dare to put that luminescent triangle at the top of a Milgauss? And That's a cool looking watch, you know? Yeah. If they do that, I'd buy it. I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's not like the regular, like you usually see. There's going to be a collection of watches. It's, it's not just going to be the sub. Um, I'm not talking to the microphone. There's going to be a collection of watches. It's not just going to be the sub, so that they could do something like this. And the Milgauss is one of those weird watches that everyone's desperate for it to be a collector's item and desperate for it to become ultra rare or something. Like valuable. Yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. Just <laughs> I've seen I've seen some mock-ups somewhere of a of a Milgauss uh, with a white dial with like orange accents, kind of based I on, saw on, that on too. the old one. I'd be that one would be would be really cool. Because the original white with the orange mm. was discontinued. I want to say. Four years ago, maybe more. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Sure. three or four years ago, I think it was. So maybe time to come back. And you touched on it briefly there, Adrian. Rolex have asked for four days from the media, from the first to the fourth to launch. Do we think they'll splurge everything on the first day, or do we think they're going to drip feed stuff day by uh, day? I don't know. I, I reckon there's probably going to be some sort of leak. Like last time, there was a little photograph of um the press book wasn't there so there's going to be something that comes out um yeah we'll just have to see we'll just have to... although saying that based on the, the tudor mess up um i can imagine they're going to be really on it with secrecy and stuff like that and the, and it's all going to be um digital isn't it there's there isn't an actual in-person event I think there is because they're building a big tent outside of the Rolex manufacturer in Switzerland. And I think oh, cool. the reason why oh. they, they literally um, cut about a hundred trees right oh. in front of Rolex and they That's build really cool. building this giant tent. So I think there's going to be some in-person uh, industry focused releases. So I think they're going to pick and choose what journalists, what retailers, maybe some high level collectors, maybe the auctioneers, you know, the auction houses to go and it's going to be a very private a la Rolex type of event. Cool. That's, you know, little but have chopped a load of trees for their event, have they? That'll I mean, much for the environment. How yeah. nice of them, yeah. That's great. <laughs> so this was another one. I have a, my gut feel is that this is the closest thing. I know, Adrian, you said in your video that why use the sea for what's a yacht master? Why not? Yeah. It? Which is perfectly logical, but this is the watch industry. That's hot. I think this is a decent shout about what might happen. Uh, trying to move the yacht master into the popularity of the submarine. I mean, I think there will be a sub a change of movement and something else, but I think this is a, 
this is a decent shout. So any other thoughts on it, Philogia, Sam, Derek? Yeah, no, I don't really like this one. I think the blue is too dark. So when it's so dark and then your DAO is black, it's like you're almost the same, but you're not really the same. That's the way I look at it. But, but other than that, I think it's a, it's a cool watch. And uh, it's about time they move some of the these blacked out or, or completely uh, dark uh, bezels onto the steel Yacht Masters. I hope it's a almost a different color, like you were saying, Victor. Just because, like, we got the blue tutor, you know, a few months ago. And I, I don't know if they're follow that lead, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that there will be a blue again. I think, like you said, the tutor did it. But it, from, from my, my personal take on all of this, which is what I wrote in the article, I, and I, look, I don't know how real it is and how realistic it is. I heard something, but I don't know, you know, don't quote me on it. Although it does make sense. And I take it as also my personal take on it. But I, I think Rolex is looking at going back to some vintage vibe and vintage feel. And I heard that from several people in Switzerland, true or not, I don't know. But the Submariner needs to be redone. There's no question that they have to put the new caliber in. So if we agree on that, then there's gonna be a new sub. I do think that the Hulk is going to be discontinued because of the anniversary of the Submariner in 2023, they will have to go back to a green you know, anniversary um, edition, I, I think. Um, but I do think that the, the um, Submariner is gonna shrink. My hope is that they might make it into a 39 millimeters and bring it, or 39 to 40, and bring the vintage appeal to it with a new caliber. I don't know if it's going to happen, but... Like a black by 58. <laughs> isn't, isn't the current Submariner already 40? Yes. I, is it 40 or is it looks like it's... 40. Yeah, it's 40. Yeah, so I think if they were going to shrink it, it'd have to be like a 38, 38 probably. Yeah. Maybe, they will move, maybe they will make some changes also in the case or in the... I don't know. It just seems like it's a lot more than 40 on me, but I guess... Yeah, it's those it's, lugs. It's the Maxi <laughs> case that makes it look really big. I've got one too. But uh, even if they keep it at a 40, they put the Bakelite bezel, for example, instead of the that ceramic. Would be cool. You know, like make make like something vintage back to the our century, but the cream dial maybe or cream indexes. I mean, uh, there there is something that can be done <clears throat> in vintaging the new Submariner with a brand new caliber. And I think people will go nuts with this. I also believe, like you, Victor, that there's going to be a Coke Jubilee uh, release because it makes sense. They did a Pepsi. They already have the Jubilee. They don't. They don't have. They didn't have that much time to make new watches, right? With COVID, the the, the manufacturer was closed for like three months. They had reduced staff. It's like literally switching a bracelet <laughs> and and bringing back the that that bezel. And it's a nice story, you know, storytelling from the Pepsi to the Coke. So, Dave, what would Rolex need to do to make you want to buy one other than put <laughs> on the dial? Sorry, I've just woken up. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> um, abs absolutely nothing. Is there, is there nothing that they could bring back? I had wondered whether they would do like a Kelly, and, and I don't mean Kilmarnock Football Club, a Kelly and, uh, you know, do a, a, a triple window 
go back to the vintage. I've said for the last year that I reckon Rolex will try to go more, you know, improve their dress watch offering, making it slightly more sporty rather than the Shalini, which is a you know is only a dress watch. Is try to get something that's a bit more sporty. Now, I don't mean blue dial and integrated bracelet, but maybe moving slightly in that direction. So there's nothing Rolex could do to persuade you to buy one. No, nothing at all. We're not getting any conversation or right. I just no, I just no. There's don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They make they make a, they make a lovely watch, but they just don't. They're just so sterile. They just do absolutely nothing for me. It's you know. Okay. I just there's the odd the odd vintage one I I, I like, but other than that, the nicest watch they make currently well, is the one of the most basic, which is the Jubilee Pepsi. Well, before we move on, this was from last year. I think, Adrian, one of these is yours. One of them is the original Houdinki one. It's a couple of hours. I, I think some of these would, would persuade us to buy. So the original Houdinki Sprite, because somebody's kid uh, drew it, and, you know, Houdinki were obviously looking for some clickbait that day too. This was yours, uh, Adrian, if I recall correctly. Uh, the Barkin Jack. Was this your coffee? What did, did you give it name? The Rolex Latte GMT. <laughs> Are we still liking this? And then obviously we had to bring in the Scottish watches version, which is the Rolex Iron Brew. I think this would say, I think they'd be queuing out the back door for this. And then there was a couple others. We got really into the drinks. This was the Vimto. Uh, and <laughs> Oh dear, oh my god, what's that? Wow, oh, that's crazy, man. <laughs> oh, god, see, Please oh, turn that off. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, oh no, okay, there's a couple more. Uh, the Dr. Pepper. Oh, this is nice. That would look good on gold, wouldn't it? I mean, like two turn, that would be crazy good. Looking. Yeah. 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 This was the Tizer. <laughs> Tizer, God, does it still exist? Uh, yeah, it does, it does, it does. Oh, rotting teeth since 1974. <laughs> <laughs> Final two ones, this is the Tunnock, for all those that are that are know what Tunnock's tea cakes are. Uh, again, another Scottish delicacy. And then the final was the Iron Brew Meteorite dial. I think that'd sell. I mean, it might not sell very well, but I think it'd sell to somebody. Anyway. It's a Rolex, it would sell. It's a Rolex, it would sell. And that is the reality, the harsh reality of this is that it probably makes no difference what they actually produce. So in the chat, if you would like to suggest uh, any particular combinations or any suggestions, then let us know. So a quick, I think the most popular thinking is what Adrian suggested, that there's going to be a new uh, sub. I think you'd suggest, Adrian, it would be 42. It would go up a size. Nope, you're on mute. You're on mute, Adrian. You're still on mute. Still oh, that's on good. Mute. <laughs> I just swore, so that's good. Uh, sorry, it, yeah, I, I don't want it to be 42. I, I, I want it to stay 40 and slim down the lugs, but they oh. seem to be increasing the size of everything. So it makes sense um, to do this up. So quick hit miss maybe on a new 42 mil sub. Is it based on, I mean, it's obviously going to be a hit. There's going to be queues out the back door if they make enough of them, which they won't. But from your point of view, would you buy it? Would it be a hit miss or a maybe? Show us your hands. Where's my miss? Oh, so we're opening. If it goes, if it goes forty-two mil, then it's a miss from the the. Watch. Why is mine back to front? 
Miss, miss, maybe. A lot of misses, right? Yeah. Is there a camera? Miss. Okay, <laughs> that did it. That the cameras do your images back to front. It's okay, Adrian. I think we're seeing it the right way around. All oh, right, okay. Good. All right. <laughs> back to front. So there we go. There was some fight. If I could just add, uh, what I find fascinating is every single year we, we play these games and, and predict what Rolex is going to do. Um, I, don't, I don't actually remember anyone actually predicting anything that's actually ever happened uh, in the last five years. Um, so I know it's a lot of fun, uh, but I think that what we usually get right, it's what's going to be discontinued. Um, and I think everyone has said um, the whole is probably going to go away. Um, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll be very interested to actually watch this video in a week's time. Yeah. <laughs> um, see if we did anything right. And so if the Hulk gets discontinued to the nearest thousand dollars, how much do the used prices go up? <laughs> One foul swoop. Three, 20, 20K. You think it has 20. to be? What is it? Oh. Trade? I don't know off the top of my head, about 16? 16 now, isn't it, more or less? Bloody hell. That's bonkers. It'd be fine for your karma as well, Adrian, presumably. I, no, I, I want it to go down. I don't want it to go up. Okay. <laughs> you know, I get, I get another wearing one. it. <laughs> <laughs> These were some others from another called Rolex Predictions. I quite like the idea of a sky dweller with a world map on it. Especially if, unlike Mont Blanc, they actually remember to include the United Kingdom and <laughs> Ireland. So there we go. Anyway, so that's it for Rolex just now, but there is actually more news and something which Dave may be slightly more interested in, but only slightly more interested in, is the Necton UC Master Diver 300. And yeah. that looks like this. So, you like it then, Dave? I think it's a good looking watch. I think for the money, it's a decent looking watch as well. When for what, 44.7 UK on the rubber and 4.9 on the bracelet, you know, it's a wee bit different. I think it's it's, it's a good looking watch. I like it's not the limited edition, it. is it? It's not limited nope, edition, though. It's nope, just not limited edition. Steel, steel case, titanium uh, bezel with the laser ablated on it um, and the laser ablated. Uh, ceramic dial i think it's a good looking watch for the money i think it's i think like the there's a lot of other models i've missed or, or i've got the kind of attention within the luggage range but i think the classic seamaster um professional is, is still it's still a great wearing watch on the wrist and it is a little bit bigger was it 41 42 mil isn't they for the new ones this 42 is, i think do this one yeah yeah and it actually doesn't wear particularly big as a 42 mil watch um it's i think it's under eight. I know a lot of folk give it give it heat because of the helium valve on it still but i like it personally i think it's a good looking watch i'm laughing about the number of people online that are commenting about the bezel though and saying that they've ripped off uh, uh rolex but hey <laughs> we forget rolex rolex invented everything didn't they yeah <laughs> that's it you're coming yeah. around to it <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, yeah. it's the first step of the 12th step Rolex program, Dave. Uh, a question about this because we recorded a podcast earlier on, myself and Ricky, and we were trying to decide whether this wave dial 
is actually transitions from dark to light or whether that's no just... it's it's uh so the new the new ceramic dials are laser ablated so whereas the original wave dials were printed these ones uh, it's a, a ceramic disc and effectively it's laser etched into the dial so it is dimensional so it's got three dimensional to it so the light does play with it quite nicely okay that's quite cool because I, I did wonder whether it was because it's a diving watch whether it was going to be you know dark at the bottom and lighter at the top no it just it's just the, the way the light plays on it and does anybody know anything about this charity necton that are involved with it yes so ne ne yeah, necton are um that's university of oxford basically and they they um kind of, it's, an, it's part of their environmental sciences uh, departments and they put like a lot of effort into um coastal erosion and various kind of it's, it's, it's the interaction between sea life and, and land and they basically put a lot of kind of research into it around the world where rising sea levels and all these kind of things so they have got a bit of kind of uh, gravitas to them and um obviously with they, they they run their own submersible as well so um they've tallied up with them so that's where it is and I believe that's what the image then is on the back in that case will be this yeah it's one of the it's one of the, the I think yeah that's the one so next that's that's their deep sea Dive. Very nice. What does it say in the back? Nidlock. Nidlock. What's that? So that's, that's their new, they brought that in a couple of years ago. But, um, so Nidlock is like one of their patents but um, or trademarks on the case back. So it allows them, so see when you've got the medallion and the writing on the case back, it allows them to tighten the case back no matter what. And you can self-center uh, all of the logos and the writing on the back. So no matter how you tighten it, it, it will always put a correct orientation on the back. All right, okay. So for so for you, who I know is particularly obsessed with the minutiae of such things, that will be very pleasing, presumably. Yes. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So anybody got any particular thoughts on this? Is this a, this a winner, do we think? I, I like it. it. I like it. <laughs> I've been itching to buy. I've been itching to buy a Seamaster for a long time. I wanted something that was in slightly cheaper, maybe because they're always like this. Is actually hits a price point, and uh, I like the uh, etched bezel, even if it's probably useless for a diver because you're not going to see it on the. I mean, I mean, whatever. But uh, it still looks pretty cool, and uh, I, I quite like it. But uh, Sophie, over to you. No, I didn't like it. I don't like the bezel at all. I don't like the fact that it's etched. I don't like that it looks like a submariner. I. How's it? How's it? What does it look like? There's nothing like a submariner. Like a submariner. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. You go, Sophie. The bezel, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not the watch. <laughs> not the entire watch. I was never a fan of the waved dial on Omega. So that to me, just, I don't find it appealing. I just, I don't really like the hands from what I saw. I just not, I don't know. There's nothing that is, doesn't do it to me. I do like what you just said, David. I didn't know about the back and the way it adjusted. That's cool, but that's not going to make me buy a watch. I agree with you, Sophie, that the, I think the bezel, it just kind of throws it off. It's very, like you said, little off and then i don't know if any pictures have come out of someone wearing it so i don't know how it would look on that's kind of something i always look at yeah that's true i agree with that it's nice to see it on the wrist i i don't like the color of the bezel with the the dial i just i don't know just nothing is working for me yes the only picture i can see on here is 
from quite some distance. <laughs> wow. What so, a hot model, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out and buy it right now. Doesn't really do the full effect. Okay, so let's do Hitmas maybe on this. So get your cards. And on the count of three, Hitmas maybe. And the answer is, okay, we've zoomed in on Sophie there. Here's, oh, a miss. Sorry, Dave, there'll not be a queue. You'll be able to get one, no problem at all, because no one else is buying one. <laughs> They're all wrong, so it's all right. <laughs> so, on, on, a, on a slight tangent, though, uh, does anyone remember the last time Omega released a limited edition? Oh, wow, yeah, what ha what's happening? Yeah, I, I mean, the last collaboration was the Alemi one, and that wasn't limited. Uh, this isn't limited. I think the three, two, one isn't limited, even though that's, I mean, the production is limited, of course, but it's not like number limited. So maybe, and, maybe uh, you're changing that. Well, yeah. uh, you'll be, uh, you might not be far off the mark. There's something coming in October that everyone will assume is limited and it's not. Ooh. Oh, wow. Well. Limited would be for James Bond. They're waiting for June. <laughs> well, no, because no, the, 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 the James Bond watch this time wasn't limited either. Oh, yeah. well, the, spe the, spe the Spectre was, but the current one isn't. There you go. You heard it here first. I mean, Dave didn't say it was a Snoopy, but presumably that's the only watch. I can think that's coming in October that Omega have pre-told everybody's coming this time of year. So, because we've still got the Apollo 13 stuff to do, which they are four months late for. It's um, <laughs> normal. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so the, another one to have a look at, I think, it'll be interesting to see whether this is quite as divisive because i love this but i can imagine that some people might absolutely hate it is this little baby all over it i i have to say edward Melin is simply and apologies sophie because you're also a watch executive with your own watch brand but edward is even cooler than you are <laughs> uh, a member of the swiss watch illuminati uh, this watch was leaked by Deployant, promptly removed by Deployant. What they forgot, though, is that Deployant automatically has all of its feed picked up by Watchville, which is Hodinkee's app. So I caught it there, yeah. <laughs> even though Deployant had removed it, Hodinkee were running it all day on their app because they forgot to check because they take the feed. So both... Uh, deploying and then Houdinki stroke Watchville ran this image all day. We had some fun with it. And to be fair to Edward, he had some fun back with it as well once we stuck the Scottish Watches logo on it. But this is the Moser Streamliner and I think this is awesome. What it's, sick. Say? It's, it's fantastic. It's right I think it looks better than the, the grey dial. Do you see that one? I think this one looks better. Yeah, I mean, the case is, the, the case is very similar, but it is different. Because um, this is down to well, 40 mil, and the case profile is fractionally different as well. Um, the only thing is, arguably, it's it is and isn't, but it is a little bit rich in my book because it's what 20, basically the best part of 20,000 Swiss francs plus tax. So it's no, it's 20,000 20, dollars, I think it is. is it yeah, well, Swiss plus Frank, more or less Swiss the same. Frank, Swiss francs yeah. pegged. Well, 16, 16 UK. 18, yeah, it, 16, X, 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 I think it's, it's, it's 19, 19,900 Swiss plus tax. All right, so okay. it's about 17 UK plus tax. So about 20 UK, give or take. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, some things about it is, you know, on the, on the flyback, 
the the, the hidden rotor was a stroke mm. of genius on it, which really does make the watch a little bit different. But it's a it's a different kettle of fish when it comes to cost as well, and it's bigger. But I actually think this is a great looking watch, but it's playing in a pretty um for a basic, you know, when I say basic as in centre second three hand watch, it's playing in a pretty competitive um park, shall we say, for twenty thousand UK. But it's a great looking piece in my opinion. And I like green, so it's all good. It's funny yeah. to me, it almost doesn't look like the streamliner. did they change something on the case? Yeah. It's not. It, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's a little bit softer where it goes into the bracelet. Just the shape of it. Indentation or some kind of like narrowing and then back out. And that to me is a miss. I like the original uh, design of the streamliner much more than that. And so it's too bad because I'm a big fan of Moser. It's a it's a beautiful watch. I join you, David. I think it's an expensive product, but I do believe their development was expensive. So it kind of yeah. See here, this one I does agree. have the indentation as well, but I, it just feels like the green, the new one looks different. Maybe because of the pushers that are missing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it doesn't have that sportiness that this yeah. uh, that the gray one has with the numbers around. Yeah, I think it's more. It, can you bring up the green one? Get bring up the green one, Rick. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. The, the, to me. the case looks more cushion like if it's you like kind of. Shape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, softer, like David said. Maybe the way the crown pulls your eye as well when it's central in the the, the green one, whereas it's offset. Yeah, it is. I, I love it. I, I I do like it personally. I think it's a great looking watch. The bracelet looks like a work art to me. Yeah, and I think. <laughs> And to be fair, with Moser, I think it is genuinely one of those still top-end companies that you're buying into yeah. what they're about and very much what Edward's about. Yeah, uh, It's not yeah. a famous monolith like Patek or Rolex or Seiko or Omega even. Uh, you, you're buying into, to, you know, you're buying into, you're effectively buying into him. Mm -hmm. uh, as much as you're buying into the watches. So let's give it a hit miss, maybe. It's also truly creative, which is something that I will always appreciate uh, from a watch brand. Okay, so Adrian's being the sour puss in the corner. <laughs> it's a hit. I don't know what the chat's saying. I was going to say, Adrian, I'm, I'm, glad you put, I'm glad you put as much effort into your signs as your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's a hit Rick if I had an extra twenty thousand as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the in the yeah. chat, it was it was a miss. It was a big miss. Really, for the Moser. That's oh yeah. dear. There must be some. How sad. Latest out. I'm not the only one who thinks it looks like an out. Watch TGE yeah. or something. Uh, <laughs> I suspect this will not be. Uh, this these will create some opinions. So here we go. This will probably be. Well, a little bit more after this, but this will be the, the, the last main one. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> right. I'll be honest, I don't get it. Okay. Uh, no. Gee. I mean, is there something that is worse than miss? Can <laughs> 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 we do like in the whole world? Absolute fail. Yeah. What, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? I like this, <laughs> but I don't get the story. So oh, I haven't the, read the story. There is there isn't one. The story is <laughs> after 
endurance watches for athletes, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, sporty, but they don't have any other functionality other than chronograph. So I expected when I first saw the headline that these were going to have they were going to have some electronics involved with it because it is a quartz movement. Is there a thermal competency quartz movement? I thought they would have a pedometer or a heart rate sensor or something, but none of that. It's just a, as I understand it, it's just a chronograph in mm -hmm. five colors for the no one with the compass. This one, right? Supposedly. Sorry, what was that? Is this the one that? That has some kind of a compass. They, they've compass all got, bezel. They've all got compass bezels. Yeah. Yeah. I love these. I, I think these are awesome. I, I, I love the yellow. It's, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's an expensive Luminox. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You, you read my thoughts. It. You nailed it. I was looking at like, is it Invicta ish? No, it's actually Luminox. Yeah. I mean, like Luminox. It's not, it's, I mean, what, what price are these? The Grand. Three thousand dollars. So they're about two thousand eight hundred, two thousand nine hundred. I think wearing that one on the Pounds. screen skiing would be just the beans. I think that's that awesome. I love it. Uh, I mean, I, because I wear Panerai, I obviously like these rubber bracelets that say the brand on, just in case I forget what I'm wearing. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I was going to say, what you meant to say was because I wear Panerai, it proves I've got no taste. Well, that too probably. <laughs> But uh, me and Adrian are apparently swapping watches for a week. Have you heard this latest thing? Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> not after seeing your Panerai. <laughs> so, Hasn't Breitling called you yet, Adrian? Have you got a call from Breitling yet? Uh, I emailed them yesterday. They're, they're trying to sort out the yellow one for me. Oh. Is it a metal, is it a stainless case or is it a... It's called Bright Light or something. I haven't really read oh, that much plas into it. Plas Plastic. plastic. <laughs> if it's plastic, that'd be terrible. And I hope. I, 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 it looks very. That's why I'm saying Luminox. It looks suspiciously like injection molded resin plastic. The same that as Luminox. Shocking, man. It's called Bright Light. If somebody could Google Bright Light while they're at it, they uh, can I'm into that. Let's have a look. That's, that's getting marketing BS all over it. Effectively plastic. Uh, the interest, well, yeah, so you know the reason why it's three times lighter than titanium, as Ricky has said in our podcast we've just recorded, is because it's made of plastic. Nah, I would, if, if, if it's three times lighter than titanium, it's no metal. That's all I'm saying, and it's yeah. definitely no carbon at three grand. It's cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> that's really light. Uh, I've just, actually, they're on their website. It's two thousand five hundred UK. I mean, see For if a that, super quartz. I think that's pretty. See if it was like. 1900 or 21, and I'm sure you could get a discount. Oh, for sure, yeah. These, oh, yeah. these are, these are, you know, it's the cautious way I've heard plastic described. So it's 3.3 <laughs> times lighter than titanium, 5.8 times lighter than stainless steel, non magnetic, thermally stable, hypoallergenic, resistance to scratches, traction, and corrosion. Sounds like plastic to me. Oh, yeah. Yes. Does <laughs> <laughs> the traction mean? Uh, what does that mean? It's resistant to scratches, traction, traction, and corrosion. Traction. No. You can pull it. If you pull it, it won't break. Try that, Adrian. Or does that just mean it's it's really slippery? <laughs> <laughs> resistant to traction. What a strange way of describing something. <laughs> uh, you you can't scratch it because everything slides off. 
yeah. it's made of rubber okay it's just we got it it's the, just the thing, rubber the, the thing is though at, two, at 2005 well it depends at 2500 quid Brightland's still got one of these names where a lot of people who are not necessarily into watches will just think oh okay that's not you know it's not a huge amount of money for a for a nice branded watch so it probably will sell I, I think they'll sell shed loads of these if they I mean they'll probably make it out of a shed but well tack you know, tag tag sell formula lens hand over fist, don't they? So, I, I think this is I think this is really cool looking. I I have a debate about it just being a chronograph with a compass bezel on it, which is very luminox. But I'm with Adrian on the if you're just judging it. I mean, look at that. That's epic. It'll not suit you, Adrian. You need to send it down to me when you're finished. You'll not suit that. It's too big for you. Oh, it's it's going to be way, way too big for me. Yeah, of course. A 44 mil watch. Why is it 44? Yeah. That's why I said Invicta because the size is just massive. Mm -hmm. 40, 44 with 100 meter water resistance. Okay. So they're, they're like official thing of the bright light is it's a high tech proprietary polymer. So it's plastic. plastic. Did you yeah. did you do yeah. the yeah. polymer? There we go. There we go. <laughs> the magic one. I mean, that's a big deal. Is it worse? Yes. Yeah, it <laughs> feel horrible. Dude, I mean, come on. I mean, a titanium watch. Yeah, a titanium watch is pretty light, and it's three times lighter than a titanium watch. So it's going to it literally will be lightweight. I don't want to borrow it anymore. I'm going to put that mm. on the new talker. Traction <laughs> resistance. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, let's do let's do a hit miss on this then. Uh, go for it, folks. I love it. I'm confused now. Victor, <laughs> <laughs> which one of these are you having? I love, I love, I just love it. I love every color. I love, I just love, it's just fun. Um, sorry, um, but I agree with Adrian. It's, um, it's just kind of thing I would, I would wear. <laughs> I'd, I, I'd agree with you in the color thing. I, I like bright colored watches, but for me, for that money, You'd buy one of the bright colored doxes all day long yeah, over that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 100%. All, all day long. Fair point. Or, I mean, you could buy a second hand Panerai. Possibly. Maybe or not. You, can you can buy the new Bulgari that is coming out during the Geneva Watch Week. I mean, I'm very curious about that. But did you hear they're doing a watch between 1,000 and 3,000 Swiss francs? And that's what is being released this weekend during the uh, the show in Geneva. They're taking back something they did, I believe in the early 2000s. Um, it looks like an old Bulgari from the 2000s. Yeah, yeah it's an old design, yeah. Ones that, that I, I do have one of those, like the simple ones that like the Roma collection, yeah. But even, probably even like on leather, maybe not on rubber, but the simple, the simple um, Bulgari that just had such a great identity, in my opinion. So actually, Oh, so aluminium case, yeah? Yeah, it's cool. But if they come up with this, yeah. like the revisited version for less than 3000, and I love what Jean-Claude Babin is doing. He's just positioning the brand, I think, in a, such a smart way on the market. He's underst he understands the new generation. He knows how to bring the brand to every level of uh, wealth and fashion. I mean, this is really cool. And I don't know what, oh, what it's sorry, going go to be 
yeah, I don't know what the new version will be. This is the, um, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a, a rendering of what will be or if it's something that was. It doesn't look like what used to be. That, that looks good to me. Yeah, I think, I think they're the historical ones. No, yeah. this is out. These yeah. Are, these are $2,900, these time yeah. Oh, so that's the new release. This, those are the, the ones that are that have been released just now. Yes, that's the way I, that's the way I read it. Yeah, those should be the new ones. Oh, see, I mean that's so cool. It's simple, but yet has a lot of character. It's a great yeah. brand. It has a brand recognition. It's probably well done. It used to be an Etta movement. Though I have one of the original ones, and it's I have two actually. It's the Etta movement, so probably went to the same kind of uh, mechanical movement. But it's you know it's like a, it's a back to back to reality kind of watch you know what I except the one thing I don't like is the date at four twenty but that's just me this one I like better um, it's awesome I like I like I like I like that kind of uh, linked bracelet with the rubber that's quite me cool too. that's me pretty too. cool yeah yeah I like the red accents it's really nice yeah. the chron the chron the chrono is way too um, it's way too densely done the dial. There's too much going on there for me. But the black and the white ones are really nice. Me too. I agree with you, Dave. I'm, I'm more towards the, the, the three hand. Uh, what's that? 40, 40 mil as well. Bang on size. 40 mil ETA 2892. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's an aluminium but case. Exactly, yeah, that's a good... It's masculine. It's sexy. It's affordable. It's not the hot mess that Breitling, Breitling did. And look at the prices. It's like yeah, the, but like, but is it traction resistant? I think I think that's a really good. I think that's actually a really good looking watch because that that's kind of bridging that gap in between yes fa between fashion and actually getting into something that's got a degree of putts about it. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely an air of, like you say, sexy. There is something sexy about it. That, that, that's, that, 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 that's, that's the problem. That's the, that's the go and play in the yacht watch, isn't it? <laughs> yes, there's been a few good releases alongside that, uh, which we'll not have time to touch on, but the the new Laureato I thought was quite nice. It's a limited edition with Wempy. It's not expensive. It. It's not terribly expensive either. I'll just quickly stick that on the screen. Uh, I quite like the look of that. It's it's now starting to not. Oh. To me, it's now not just looking like a royal ripoff. Yeah. I think because I've seen enough of them, and it's starting to get its own. I mean, it's always been its own thing for years, but just like you kind of grow into thinking that the royal looks a nice looking watch from when you first see it, and you think, oh, that looks terrible. Why would you buy a watch that's that shape i think this is now taking on its own personality if they just if they just not put that gp at 12 o'clock or make it smaller <laughs> Nah, just like either either put that on it or put the name on the dial don't do both it's 13 200 yeah that's a fair argument now you point it out it annoys me as well yeah uh, there you go looks nice in the pack look, looks nice from the back yes it does yes it's a, a, a good setup so uh sophie you brought something to our attention just before and this <laughs> is not on this little watch industry gossip and scandals right <laughs> this is from the good people this is on the mail online i found this and this is to do with chopard now try and not get as sued uh but basically no. 
Queens so what happened? What happened from, from what I understand? There was this woman who was working as a PR for the brand for the last four or five years, who was fired uh, last month, I think, or not that long ago, and decided to sue the brand and starting bringing uh, up all these revelations and scandals about the daughter of the original family, so Caroline Chatelet. Um, as one of, and she was compared to Ghislaine Maxwell, who is the woman that was the partner in crime of... Um, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, of Epstein. So apparently she, Caroline Chaffelet was, or Chaffelet was uh, pushing this woman to accept all kind of sexual... Um, offers and compromises, whatnot, to sell product. And, and according to what the article, uh, I think it's in the uh, Daily UK. This is the Daily uh, Me. Yeah. Yes. Um, I believe everything you read. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you can be sued because it's been published already. Uh, according to the article, uh, Caroline herself was, is one that has no issue with going into sexual behaviors in order to get a sale done. So this woman is suing the company. The company is completely defending their position, saying that all she wants is money. So there is that little feud and it's happening in New York. And so it looks like there are gonna be some judges in New York that are going to have to work on this and do an investigation. She seems to have some documents and emails and proofs that she brought to uh, her case, this woman. Her name is Desiree Gallus. So we'll see, we'll see what, where that is going. It was just like, a, you know, one of those little scandals that our industry really doesn't need, but you know. Yeah. If you, th if you think about it, it's exactly the opposite that happens with Rolex. Okay, now we're going to get it. Is. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, anything Gigi has just said about Rolex related to <laughs> this is entirely his own doing. Yeah, this is not a photograph you really want to be found to have in your mobile phone. Uh, this no. But there we go. So, I mean, Sophie I, and Sam, obviously, Sophie, you work in the industry. Sam, uh, you're a woman, obviously, but you don't work in the industry. Have you, Sophie, come across anything that would back the veracity of this kind of behaviour? That's when I, we're going to get in trouble. And I have some <laughs> friends who have also told me off the record about certain things. But we shall leave it at that. Yeah, I think there's every possibility that this is going to go the distance. Listen, at the end of the day, the Chopin is a beautiful brand. I know Caroline has done a lot of work in order to really try to be um, conscientious about the the way the stones are sourced. Like she's really been on the hunt of blood diamonds and abuse of children in mind. So she's like, and, and even the gold, like they're really, they have a, a very strong ethics when it comes to what they're producing and what they're offering to the public. Personal life is a different story. And look, Carolyn is, is not an angel. She's not a saint. She's been seen in many occasions uh, over the years as the partier, 
as the, the, the one that gets drunk, the one that gets in trouble, that's her personality. She's eccentric. Um, she's getting a little older, so I don't know if she's still that way. Does it mean that she goes into those sexual crazy, you know, behaviors? I would certainly never, uh, never say that she does until there is real proof. Does a PR girl who got fired try can try to get money out of allegations? Yeah. So who is right, who is wrong? I think that once the case really comes out and there is uh, there are elements to really feed it, we'll know more. I know Caroline, Caroline is uh, eccentric. She has that personality. So yeah, maybe she could do those things in private. I'm not sure she would bring it to the work um, world. But who knows? So, you know, it's, okay. it's not something we can really say more about. Assuming, Sam, you've never been exposed to any kind of thing in ADs or anything like that. that you've no, no, but good. I, I, I was just going to like go off of what Sophie was saying. Like, I totally, if you know, the world that we live in, totally want to believe that women going through whatever. But again, I really want to see the ev evidence if it's just something that's like oh i got fired so i'm going to bring up some stuff that happened maybe that'll help my case um but i don't know that's yeah. that's crazy that, that happened in of all things you know the watch world it's kind of yes it's not, it's not it's not, I, mean, I think it's more jewelry than watches yeah, yeah. We, should, we, but, should, yeah. we should see what happens let's leave it there so victor what is your highlight then being from the weekend watches so far if you like the look of obviously Rolex is the big thing, but there's obviously been other things going this week. What's been your highlights? Well, <laughs> um, Rolex, to be honest, there's nothing else to talk about this, this Rolex week. Um, <laughs> even on our channel, everything just Rolex until the release. Uh, once the release comes out, maybe we can talk about something else, but for now, we're just playing the games, having some fun, um, and see what Rolex comes out with. Good stuff. And as we bring it to a close, where can people find what you're doing? Oh, good. Okay, it's time to plug. Um, so on Instagram, <laughs> you can find uh, find me at watchnerdofficial. And I've also got a blog, um, which is watchnerd.com. Um, so you can find us there. We do infographics. We do quizzes as well. Um, so you can go onto our Instagram today. We did a quiz, uh, which is just a bit of fun. Um, that's what we do. Good stuff. I will just let everybody see the link here, which should be this particular screen. So yes. yeah, you, you are a busy boy in terms of some of the stuff you do and some of the databases you're building. Do you want to tell us about a little bit about the watch database? Oh yes. Oh, good, good. Um, so, so we actually have, we have a few, we have a few clients that have actually, um, used our database. So, so what we have, we have a database of, at the moment now is about 22 and a half thousand unique watches, about 200,000 different watches. And we supply um, some people, some companies in the watch industry with data. Uh, so things like if you wanna um, fill out the, all the information about reference numbers, uh, movement history, um, caliber information. So we've got all that data from watches going back to 1970s. Wow. Uh, 
we we help um, uh, without saying too many names. We, we help some companies in the watch industry, and we we give them the data. Um, they 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 prefer not to be spoken about, but uh, that's one of the things we do. Good stuff, good stuff. And uh, so, what do you expect to follow on as your next infographic once the Rolex releases come? What are you working oh, on? I can't tell you that. You have to, you need to <laughs> tune in. Okay, dope. Why spoil the surprise? Um, so, tune in and just keep following us for some fun infographics and, and you'll get amused. Good stuff. No, they're very good. They're very good. I, I enjoy the channel on, on Instagram. And Adrian, what's up next from you? You're still on mute. You're really going to have to get a handle on this whole, like, oh, <laughs> I'm not used to working with other people. It's usually just me. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've got a couple of videos um, in the pipeline. Uh, just uh, trying to get over this weird voice before I really commit to the camera. Um, but the, yeah, the main focus is obviously going to be the relic stuff. It's, it's quite big as a fan of the company, but also um, with watch news. So that's pretty much it, really. Good stuff. And what is everybody else looking forward to in this coming week? Any highlights to come? Derek, Gigi, what are you up to? Well, I think I'm going to be getting a call from Rolex's lawyer soon, so we'll see. All right, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm very curious to see what the uh, Genev Geneva Watch Week is going to be like, you know, because it's the only watch show of the year. Um, it's, and I know that De Betune is coming with a beautiful sapphire like actual sapphire, like the stone sapphire watch. They used it to build the bridge in the center of the watch. It's absolutely stunning. Um, and it's, it's very difficult to work on sapphire because it's, you know, it's, it's a stone that is very hard to cut, especially making something so thin and so precise and so angular. So I don't know if you can find a picture of it, but it's, it's really pretty and uh, it's about 200,000 just saying uh, <laughs> but it's like it's to me it's finally a way to kind of reconnect with the industry and seeing the novelties that we haven't seen in about a year and a half now uh, seeing the people seeing the journalists that we like a lot of them didn't go because of the travel restrictions but I just it's it, it excites me it makes me happy to finally be able to read and to watch and to see the industry back alive and to that, really, it's the initiative of Babon. Everything he's been doing this year has been top notch. Yeah, we've got a, a, a Debethun picture here, which I will attempt to share. Uh, but yeah, I'm a big, big fan of Debethun. I've never actually seen one in real life. But there you go. I, I'm still told that they do actually exist, despite the fact that I've never actually seen one. Uh, so this should be them here it's, oh, it's disappeared nope that is not the oh, this is the geneva watch days website if you, no, if you no, can I, if i can share my screen i have it right in front of me i don't know if you enabled this that, that's technical stuff that's technical stuff <laughs> i don't know what happens there no we'll, 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 yeah i got it look this week uh so what else is happening that anyone's looking forward to oh i've shared it well done you and you've wow. shared with our stuff you're looking at and your meeting presentations and that you haven't emptied your Gmail. That's quite a <laughs> uh, <Let's, laughs> This is beautiful. I mean, to me, this is a magical watch. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Good.
Excellent. Right. Well, if you can unshare your screen so as we can see all your beautiful faces. Okay. So if nobody else has anything, then we shall sign off. Thank you all very much for joining us in the live chat. This will run on the main channel for a few days and then it will go to the uh, Scottish Watches live channel to sit there for in perpetuity. Uh, tune in tomorrow because it wasn't a podcast this morning. It will in fact be tomorrow. So tune in tomorrow for uh, our weekly podcast and we will see you all again soon so thanks guys for joining us thank you very much victor nice to see you and thank you again adrian catch up with you soon so goodbye from me and it's goodbye from all of them bye everyone bye. Bye bye. well that was it for this week's scottish watches live tune in to the version with our wonderful faces every friday at 4 p.m on the scottish watches live channel and don't forget to check out our other podcasts and youtube videos wherever you search for scottish watches from me at sam and her watch box have a great week